0: y'all doing i'm paul ryan your host of the across the cowboys podcast if you're new to the show thank you for joining us and to our regular listeners welcome back with me as always is my co-host the greatest co-host in the world mike the pig from mike how are you
1: i'm doing as good as that sexy haircut you got my friend that's how good i'm doing
0: it's a couple weeks old man but yeah it's uh it always feels good like when you go and you get that good haircut that good beard trim and everything and like you kind of get that new look that first look in the mirror the first time you're you know your girlfriend your significant other sees you for that first time after it's been a long time that's a good feeling man whoa I was we were on last week did you have something covering so it I, didn't even see I had it. a I had a hat on but yeah I had I had the cut. I, oh, what I was wearing a hat yeah I didn't
1: notice with the hat bro yeah. that's why yeah you you snuck it on me this week
0: yeah I, I didn't even plan on it I was I was man it's been a long busy day dude and I was I almost was like to the point where I was getting so close to the show, like not being prepared. I'm like, man, I don't want to cancel, but should we? We bad,
1: then- dude. We got what was it supposed to be like? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then finally Monday. We were like, all right, we're gonna get this show. And we had different. It was like we're gonna have a guest on. Oh no, that didn't work out. Well, we'll do a mock. Exactly. Oh, no, we have a better idea. Like, it's it's uh, it's been a crazy one, but it'll be worth it.
0: I think this show sheet's going to be good, man. I'm excited for this discussion. I know I say that every week, but I really do think this is going to be a good discussion tonight, man.
1: I agree, and uh, and and like I said, we we set up a a mock draft. I did a mock draft for the first round, which I was going to do anyway. And he was like, "Oh, we'll try to work it in," and I'm like, "Forget the mock draft. This is a good discussion. That was just a in case
0: you, exactly, yeah. you know situation, you know." yeah Mike. shout out to our guys Jason Garrett uh he's complimenting the the haircut and our other boy uh Jordan Stack who also complimenting the hair appreciate you Jordan appreciate you Jason man thank you guys
1: yeah man I'm feeling
0: but it's it's funny they say that Mike because you were just talking about how those how the uh your co-workers were talking about complimenting your hair
1: yeah the the hair the, the hair compliments nice man it feels good it really does
0: dude every time I go get a haircut. Every woman that's ever cut my hair, wow, you've got great hair. You've got such nice hair, man. I'm so jealous of your hair.
1: I, I've, yeah, I get that, and and I didn't realize the shaving it off thing was an issue yeah. until uh, until the homegirl Lolly told me. So thank you, Lolly. I know you're not a football fan. So there's no way in the world you're watching this. Unless you're weirdly obsessed with me. In that case, what's up, girl?
0: Hey. hey, Lolly. I hope you're weirdly obsessed with Mike. We need all the viewers we can get, Lolly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, just because you're not a fan of sports, I feel like we talk about enough food and other things to where somebody like, this show's kind of fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, no,
1: I agree. It's just that to start it, you you see across the Cowboys. Yeah. So going to be something, you know, football-wise, something. A hater, from, you know.
0: Right, uh, right, Eagles
1: fan or yeah. or a Cowboys fan, something like that, and then you realize they're like half the show is food and movies.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, Mike, you know, uh, let's get into this discussion. You mentioned we were supposed to have a guest on that didn't work out, and it's been a couple. It's been a couple of weeks, and it's been me and you. And like I said, I'm excited for the discussion. Before we get into that, uh remind the people or let the people know where they can find you on Twitter.
1: I'll, I'll first of <laughs> all. <I'll break> <laughs> Selleck, right, a handsome older man. So I'll for take reals. it. Uh, uh, at CD Piglet, guys, uh, I'm gonna change my name to Tom Selleck uh, stand-in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I'm Paul Ryan. You can find me on Twitter at Paul underscore Ryan 15 Well, Mike, we haven't recorded on Monday in a long time either. And of course, we start off, off every Monday episode with Meatless Monday. But this Monday, you know, yesterday being Easter, it's usually a good food day for people for the people that do celebrate it. I'm curious, what was uh, your Easter Sunday spread? I know you were making the beans, and was it cherry pie?
1: It was a banana cream pie. Oh. Which, do we really want to get into a banana pudding? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh, man. I just
1: watched that. That came up on a memory just not too long ago, and I was like, oh, my God. Uh, it was uh, – I'm not even joking. It might have been. It's in the discussion for the best meal I've ever had.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Good. And I felt like while the pie was up there with elite, I felt like the beans were very good. It was like I told him, I go, it's not a diss. It's like the beans were 9.5 and everything else was a 10. Like the beans were good, but I thought uh, Stephanie, Muhammad's wife's corn, yeah. made a lotte, she made elote. Mm. and made like twice baked potatoes. I thought they were both better than the, the beans. I thought the tri-tip Muhammad made was he made a teriyaki one and like a spicy dry rub one. But it wasn't like you you took one you are like, oh, this is good. You, like every bite you ate, you are like, this is my favorite thing. This right, is favorite. right. It was, mmm. And, uh, oh, no, we're not talking about, <laughs> no, I am not eaten a good <laughs> <dry>. bite. <laughs> banana cream. Yes, banana cream.
0: emphasis on the banana. Wait, yes. no, maybe
1: uh, not. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> We we're talking about uh, uh, desserts. No matter yes. how you do, no matter how you frame it, when you say banana cream pie, it's just gonna come off as uh, X rated. You don't
0: you is. don't put that on the Google.
1: No, 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 you don't. Don't name the show something about cream <laughs> pie because our show will never come up. <laughs>
0: I will, yeah, definitely make sure to uh, (laughs) not do that. But man, the twice baked potato, Mike, dude, I haven't, I don't get those very often, but when I do, it's like, why don't I eat these more often?
1: Bro, I'm going to tell you something. And it was elite, but the elote, have you ever had elote? The corn, bro, uh,
0: here in Tejas. My wife introduced me to elote. And I mean, I, I, when I, I love corn, I loved corn before, but after having elote, I was like, I wish I could just have it this way every time.
1: It it was. Uh, I told her I was like, I'm gonna when the Fresno State corn comes out, and I buy like a hundred ears of it. Mm. I said, you're gonna show me exactly how you made this, not how you make it, not a recipe. What mayonnaise you used? How much you put on it? What type of cheese you use? What type of spice? Like, did you use McCormick's paprika, or did you? I want to know the details of this corn. And I will have it when I get the Fresno State corn, and I am going to destroy it. Was it was
0: remarkable. So was it on the cob or was it like the, uh, the kernel? Top. Oh on man, I, I will say actually, one I had that one time. It was like chili at Chili's. Um, we had like a, they they used to offer this uh, street. Because they have pretty good corn, like their traditional corn with the seasoning. But at one point, they had a street corn that was surprisingly good, and that was was the only time I've had a lotte on the cob. No, it was on the cob. Oh, so good. But yeah, man, Uh, I've never had the only. I've only had a lotte in a cup. I've never had it on the cob, except for that time at Chili's. But that doesn't really count. But man, Uh, but that's 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 got to be a different taste in itself.
1: It's so good, man. It was. Everything was good, but I will forever remember that, that corn and the cream pie.
0: But the beans, were they like a barbecue? Were they (laughs) charred?
1: They were were ranch style beans. So, Oh, man. But what happened was I was in charge of the dessert and they know that I put, like, I make the crust one day bake it set it i make the pudding i make the whipped cream homemade i take chocolate a chocolate, and shave it off on top like all that mm-hmm. and so they were like well you just do that and then they told another person who's coming bring the ranch beans but i knew they'd just be canned bought beans and i'm like with everything we're making i don't want no canned beans nobody's going right. to eat them. so i told him i go i have all this stuff already i'll just make some homemade ranch beans so I made them and they were unbelievable. They were great. It's just comparatively, yeah. It's like it's like um uh Steve Smith and Jerry Rice. Nobody disses Steve Smith, Jerry Rice just happens to be the greatest. So you're not really saying Steve Smith isn't any good, right? He just wasn't Jerry Rice, you know. Like that's basically what I'm saying. Like, I the beans were fantastic, they just you know,
0: Jason. I would, I would agree with you, man, but it was a lot better to me back in the day. And I've recently found out about a month ago that they got rid of their traditional like chicken crispers, which were iconic, iconic, like best probably chicken crispers in my opinion. And they got rid of those, but that Cajun chicken pasta still hits, and that skillet queso. Do you? Do you have, when's the last time you ate at Chili's, Mike? I feel like that was the last last resort type of place for you.
1: that's what it was I went I think I've been twice ever in my life and it was like everything else is closed the the Chili's Applebee's stuff not that I don't eat it because I like Applebee's wonton tacos but Chili's and Applebee's is like going out fast food does that make sense like Like sit down fast food yeah it's better than fast food don't get me wrong it's why you go there when it's last resort you go there instead of like Taco Bell but it's still like you know, it's not I was, really, you know, you I know, don't I go would. to Olive Garden a lot. I've been to Olive yeah. Garden a few times. I don't, you know, and it's good. The food's good, but it's not something I go out, like, out of my, like, all right, this week's, you know, I'm going Oh, to, no, going gosh, to no. Yeah,
0: So
1: it's been a minute. It has, it's been a while since I've been to Chili's. I,
0: I've, Chili's is like, okay, we haven't eaten in a while. We need to stop somewhere. This is actually what happened with me and my wife. We were coming back from our little road trip and we're like, we're starving baker needs to get out of the car okay let's stop at chili's we can share something and you know we'll be good to go get a cheap meal share a burger like i would never go there for an anniversary or take somebody like out of town yeah. there or you know what i mean i wouldn't go there and get a steak it's not like that but they have some things on the menu that I was like hey this is better than i expected it to be
1: yeah you go you you know for people like me that i will i do not eat fast food Yeah, it's like okay well if i had to go out somewhere a chili's or applebee's like this is not fast food. It's it's prepared food. It's it's good food. Yeah. It's just you know you you if you're going out, you prefer to go somewhere a little bit more elevated. Yeah. But um, but they're not bad. Outbacks and Applebee's and Chili's. And if they want to sponsor, I'll be like, I go there every week.
0: And I want my baby so back, roads, baby. Dude, I'm
1: this episode.
0: Applebee's is it's a great place to get cheap drinks and to get like some good appetizers, high price.
1: That, 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 the wonton tacos hit, dude.
0: For real, they really do. And they have, like, they have, you know, good cheese sticks. I mean, I know it's hard to mess up mozzarella sticks, but they seem to always get them right every time. Yeah, you know. Spinach che- artichoke dip.
1: Cheese sticks can be messed up, though. They're not cooked a right amount of time. They come out cold and the cheese isn't, like, melting. Hard. If, if there's no cheese pull, a real right. one, too, not like the cheese is still solid because it wasn't cooked enough. It could be messed up. You'd be surprised.
0: It's sad when they get messed up, but yes, you're absolutely right. Let's. We got some comments here, and we'll move on. I know we probably lost a couple of people. Y'all right in Dallas? Uh, y'all right in Dallas? I don't know what you mean by that, Jason, Mister Mister Garrett. But let's let's talk some football here, Mike. And we're gonna talk we're gonna talk some rookies here. And you know, when we were discussing the show sheet, I, I thought this would be a good discussion to have. But you look at these quarter, this rookie quarterbacks. Who do you think should go number one overall? Uh, it would be C.J. Stroud for me. Um,
1: it's funny because I actually think that Young might be a little bit better quarterback right now. Just all in all, like a processor, mover um, yeah. in the pocket and everything. But it's close enough to where the size, uh, I am going to go, okay, I'm going to take right. a little bit lesser quarterback right now. Who I know is built to last in, in the NFL, you know. You just see injuries. I mean, Dak's a big dude, and he got, you know, and he's getting injuries every year mm-hmm. now. It's just a, so giving me a 5'10, 200 pounds guy, I'm gonna take, I think Stroud 6'3, um, Alabama. So you know he's played in big games. He's a damn good prospect. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I would go CJ Stroud, even though. I don't technically rate him the highest. It's so close that the size would be determining for me.
0: Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too, because the only question about Bryce Young is his size, where CJ Stroud is just like, I don't know, people, I don't want to say seem bored with him, but it's like there's no questions about him. They just wonder how good is he? Like, what is his ceiling, it seems like.
1: Yeah, that sometimes you get bored when you get a prospect that's, That checks every box. Now, this guy's not Trevor Lawrence. You know, he's not into luck. Yeah. You know, is there bust potential? Absolutely. But it's low. And uh, the bust potential on Young is only his size. Exactly. I would bet money on him if he was 6'2 or or 6'2 to 6'5. I would be like, that's my next guy. He's that level of QB. Just, it does worry. I know know a lot of people think all this and that, but I mean, look. Um, Russell Wilson, when he had a great defense, uh, was good enough to win some games and stuff. The minute that went away, he hasn't been the same. Uh, Colin Murray just is not very good. Uh, you know, the, the, the Drew Brees is the one that's the standout and the yeah. unique and different one.
0: That's a good and,
1: one. Um, you know, can Bryce Young be Drew Brees and he's two inches smaller. So you know, it's just, it's tough. I I would, I would, if you gun to my head made me bet, I would say yes, but uh, it, that he would be a great QB, he would end up being a great QB, but if I'm taking the risk, give me the guy that's just there like this, and then I know he's, his size, you know, uh, fits what I, what I would want
0: overall. Yeah, you think about you. You mentioned the Bryce Young potentially being a bus. I feel like the only way he would be a bus is if he was just injured year after year, awesome. and it proved yeah. that his size like was the difference maker.
1: I agree, one hundred percent. The only way he'd be a bus is through durability.
0: So, uh, you know, I know you said if it were you, you would take Stroud. So, I guess again, if you were the GM of the Panthers, is that who you're taking, or are you, you know, are maybe going with some upside with Anthony Richardson, Mike?
1: Uh, I really like Anthony Richardson too. Uh, his problem is he just hasn't played a lot. Yeah, and so that's kind of the 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 thing with those two. All three guys, honestly, tape wise, I think it would go if you made me rank them by tape: Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Richardson.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: by how I would take them, Richardson has an argument, and he has a cannon. He's really mobile. And he just doesn't have experience. Like, he's the type of guy that back before QB became what it is. Yeah. um, It would be be a guy that you'd get in the third round like a Russell Wilson back then. Mm
0: -hmm. And it
1: was a little bit of a risk, but he didn't have a lot of experience. Or Bryce Young would be a guy that you would get in the third round because of his size. And Stroud's the guy that would always go first overall. Right. He has all the other stuff and the size and the experience and played Alabama, but now with the way the quarterback is evaluated, all you know, Levis might go fourth. You your first four picks might be QBs, and Levis mm-hmm. has a lot of question marks. Right. So it's just how the position is. You can't risk uh you, you get a guy like Chase Young, who's a monster, you know, a pass rusher, even if he was healthy, you know, and, and was Micah Parsons like you would still go damn but they missed on Justin Herbert. You know what I mean because he's mm-hmm. that important. Right. So you know that that's the crazy thing. I would like I would like to I would like Richardson to be a guy back in the day that you got in the third round and and then you you know you had four or five years to build a beast around him and you probably win a Super Bowl or two. You know, but yeah, I mean, getting him where you get him, you know, it's just a different it's different. When, when you get them in the top five picks.
0: Yeah, because people are so willing now to gamble on that that upside, that athleticism. Yeah,
1: yeah, you have to. It's the position.
0: Exactly. So, you know, um, I, I know I, I can kind of guess who your number one quarterback is, Mike, but rank these rookie quarterbacks for us, your, your top five. Um, God, top five? Uh, I mean, I feel like it's pretty easy because it, it seems like after Hendon Hooker, there's nobody.
1: Yeah, that that basically is it. It would be it would be do you want on tape or how I would draft them? Um, why don't
0: how about how you would draft them?
1: All right, CJ Stroud. Damn, that's tough. Uh, because cause Bryce Young's so good that I don't want the size to be that much of a factor. Yeah. But I would probably go Richardson and then mm. take the best quarterback of the three. Yeah. Take him third. And then Hinden Hooker and then Will Levis. That would be my the way I would draft them those five.
0: Would you rather have Hinden Hooker or Will Levis if you were like, you know, building your franchise?
1: Uh Hooker. Will Levis just uh he 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 reminds me of of the Josh Allen type of player, mm-hmm. but Josh Allen also had a a didn't come out with the character issues that Will Levis seems to be having right now and the latest thing with him with videos eating like a A rod banana whole and that's like why are you doing that it has nothing to do with the banana or anything like that like why are you um uh putting that out there why does that need to be out there for you like why do you need to post that that and and for quarterback that stuff matters man it i love that comparison jake locker
0: good comparison big arm guy but you know does does he does he understand the game you got a lead Dak Dak Prescott for for
1: all we say about him you know in his seven years his biggest thing has been a lead leader and what do we all want we all want him a lot a big portion of us yeah want Dak to win as much as we want the Cowboys to win
0: Exactly. Like, yeah.
1: Because of the type, everything he's went been through, the type of leader he was. Andrew Luck, same way, take a hit, great job, get up, you know. And and then you have the the the, the Titans guy, Tannehill, where he would get mad at defenders at practice for intercepting him, and the coaches had to like tell him, hey, don't don't pick off his pack. Like, no, that's never gonna work. Like, you you have to be a leader, number one. And that my biggest miss on Jalen Hurts is is here and here like I never he never came in with me thinking he had the talent to do it he's just not an accurate enough passer even compared to the Dak Prescott's you know people are like well he has a big enough arm but he's not very accurate even there there was a between Hertz and Dak there was a like yeah but Dex you know Hertz has got some issues he's more of a runner for sure and, uh, and guys like that just know how to, they take that, they internalize it, and they build it. And I know the people, oh, his team, his team, his team. When the Tennessee Titans went man up and said, you got, you still have to make the throws where A.J. Brown and, and Devontae Smith and, and Goddard can make the plays. You still have to make them. And see, he had to get that ability. He had to learn it. He had to train it into him. His footwork, his his touch, all that stuff. So, you know, that, that type of stuff, your leadership and your heart means a lot at that position.
0: Yeah, it is kind of weird, Now that you mentioned that Will Levis' recent video. Like, more often than not, around this time, you see rookie quarterbacks or any NFL player in the offseason posting workout videos, things like that. This guy's just eating a banana. It's like, I don't know, man. It's weird.
1: And 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 those workout videos are more agents- Scout. Yeah, yeah, hyping up. You no, know, they're up. doing this guy. This is him sitting in front of a thing going, I'm making this video to put out to the world, like why?
0: Yeah, very true. Uh, let's see, Jason Garrett. Dak always looked a little funny throwing because he's short and stocky.
1: Yeah, he did. He 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 was built uh bigger, like he was built like somebody that was gonna run all the time because he yeah. did that a lot in Mississippi State, but uh to uh, Scott Linehan and uh, Jason Garrett's credit and the uh, team at the time had built such a great offensive line around Romo they kind of beat him to him that rookie year just stay it out dude you're you, nobody's getting to you uh, yeah. with this offensive line just stand don't don't cause sacks and um, he's taken that forward through his career he is to detriment sometimes a lot of us are sitting there going run the five yards for the first down just mm-hmm. run and extend the drive. Yeah. Instead of throwing one on one, trying to let Gallup make a play, you know, down the field.
0: Yeah. Shout out to Scott Linehan. We haven't heard that name in a long time.
1: Well, bad offensive coordinator, but he did, he did help Dak that rookie year. He really
0: did. So, Mike, looking at this rookie quarterback class, do you view any of these guys as franchise quarterbacks? Yeah. Honestly, I, I think the
1: potential for, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on Levis, but Hooker, uh, mm-hmm. Young, Stroud, and Richardson. Yeah, I would bet on all those guys. And Richardson's a worry because of his lack of experience. Yeah, and Young could get, you know, durability issues. But if you made me bet those four guys, I would lean towards the side of them all being uh, franchise QBs.
0: I don't know much about Richardson, but I don't know. He just he. With, with that ability and that, that kind of talent, man, I, I feel like he's somebody where in the right situation, man, you know, motivated, he, he's going to work out.
1: I would have loved him to stay in one more year. Right. But the draft, the QB pool next year could be really insanity. And so I can understand an agent, you know, and a coach and a family going, Nah, this is the year to go out, dude. You mm-hmm. you've got a chance to be a top three quarterback this this uh, time.
0: But when you look at Anthony Richardson, if you were to go to the Colts, does Maybe. that do, do you think that's kind of uh, being set up for failure, or could could be better than than we think?
1: Man, I seen I seen that owner take a thing a guy like Andrew Luck and make him like get beat down to where he left the Retired league. early
0: exactly, like, dude.
1: I don't trust that that ownership is like Dallas prior to the, to Mike McCarthy. Like, you know, they, we, there's hopes and wishes and you know, the Matt Ryan stuff. And, but, but they just are not good at building uh, winners uh, since Peyton Manning and Peyton Manning is one of those Mahomes types Yeah, that no matter what you do, you get rid of Tyree kill and bring in, scanling and he's like that's cool we'll make it work like like manny's one of those type of guys so they're kind of uh on the out you know you you can't count it when you have one of those right okay what do you do now that there's no all-time maybe the best ever like uh, uh you know playing that position so you know it, it makes it different i don't i don't trust the Colts. And if they got Will Levis, that might be a nightmare scenario.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, obviously quarterback is going to be taking number one overall this year. And it usually is, but is there a non QB player in this draft that you would take number one overall?
1: The funny thing is, is I had written down Jalen Carter at, yeah, but my, my thing was pre all the stuff that happened now, obviously you can't, but thinking about it, I don't think I would not over these quarterbacks here because the position, you know, three technique is a big thing, but even if he was no off seat off field issues and he was just the Georgia defensive tackle, I think I still, if I needed a QB, obviously I think I'd still go Stroud over Carter. He has the size Alabama. He has all the stuff you need. He ticks all the boxes I would put my money on that, you know. Now, once you get in the – you know, people hear this, God, he, he ended up being a bust. Well, yeah, you don't know what Carolina's going to put around him, what mm-hmm. Carolina's coaching staff's going to do with him. You yeah. have no idea. Uh, uh, um, Tannehill's an example, you know. Uh, completely awful in Miami, goes to Tennessee where the coach is like, shut the hell up and we're and just do what you need to do. And he goes to the playoffs and looks like a starting NFL quarterback. You know,
0: reborn. So, yeah,
1: yeah. It, it all depends on where you go. But if you if you made me bite the bullet, I, I would say I'd go Stroud probably over anybody. Now, if somehow some team that had a quarterback and got injured and they ended up, you know, like uh, Spurs where Tim mm-hmm. Duncan came out yeah. and they had their QB, would I just say okay, I'll take Jalen Carter? I would probably try to trade down then. Instead of picking and that's that's the way I look at it. Would you take the QB or trade down, or would you take the player? I would rather have the QB or the trade down than even Jalen Carter. So I'd say no, nobody's worth a first round this year.
0: You know uh, what well, number one overall, usually it's gonna be a quarterback, obviously, but then sometimes it's an edge player or it's like a franchise tackle. But when you the 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 players in those at those positions this year, it seems like that group is clustered where there's no Clear cut number one, edge or left tackle. Am, am I crazy, Mike? Or am I
1: correct? And that's that was my whole point about the Carter was he's a deep yeah. tackle. If Jalen Carter was that guy as an edge, you'd all, you'd be like, Oh yeah. But he's not. And then so it's just not as impactful. So you're you're dead on.
0: Mm, okay. Well, that makes me feel good, Mike, because I know you studied a lot of these guys. who, who is your favorite edge? Just real quick.
1: Damn, that's tough because they all have, they all have their issues. I like Ty Tyree Wilson. I Tyree think. Wilson
0: not a Texas Tech. Um,
1: freak I freak. like him on potential, and I yeah. like Nolan uh, Smith as far as um, like overall impact. But I think uh, I think uh, the Alabama kid will um, Will Harris
0: or no will, will Anderson, right? Will Anderson, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, I think he's going to be a good all-around defense. Like, like he reminds me of like a Greg Ellis. We're mm, okay. not unhappy with him as a player, but he's not a guy I want to take in the top ten. You know, right. I feel like that could be him. Whereas I feel like a a kid that that Dallas uh, fans have been uh, Quinn likes McDonald. McDonald mm. can't play the run at all, and he might be a guy that 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 doesn't even play a lot on first downs and a lot of second downs, but could end up being in five years when he builds in his body and stuff, you go back and go, damn, this guy went in the end of the first round or early second round. How'd that happen? Because he's such an elite pass rusher and they don't, there's not a lot of for sure good pass rusher in this draft. Like all of them have question marks.
0: I hear you. So, you know, Lamar Jackson, he's still, he's still out there, Mike. If you're Carolina, you know, would you trade 1-1 for Lamar Jackson? Obviously, you still have to pay the guy, but, you know, just, just to get that conversation started.
1: That's my that's my thing. I have to not only give up my pick and probably another, but let's just say it was straight up. Um, You have to give up that pick, and then I have to pay the guy. And you can see right now the whole issue is he wants to be – Number one most guaranteed money, uh, more than Deshaun Watson got. It doesn't have to be fully guaranteed, but he has to have more guaranteed than, than Watson. And I'm not doing that for the type of player that Lamar Jackson is. There's just no way. And he's had he's already showing durability issues mm-hmm. that I- I'm not doing that. I'll take my chances with one of these young QBs. Um, you know, paying the when, once you pay the quarterback, it makes it hard to build around is the word you know but it but a lot of teams win more you can see that other than Brady and Mahomes you win more when you when you have a rookie quarterback that's good and you spend money around him and so I'll take that formula over trading for Lamar
0: okay but let's just say he was out. he he had two years left on his on his deal he was getting paid like 20 million do you trade one one for Lamar Jackson if you're a Carolina
1: I, I, I'm not, but I'm kind of biased. I'm not a big Lamar fan. I don't, I don't find him that, that great. He's unique. Yeah. I don't find him that great. And now he's been injured lately Mm -hmm. and I'm like, "Mm, I, I, nah, I wouldn't
0: personally, man. If he, if he were to get traded to Carolina, that would easily be the best receiving weapons that he's had in his, for his career. I would think
1: for sure uh uh the the ravens now with odell bateman and uh mark andrews
0: no that's solid
1: solid solid if uh, assuming odell beckham isn't like a shell we all assume that he's at least you know somewhat of himself
0: right right yeah um i don't know man i guess i'm a risk taker i like lamar obviously more than you and you know a lot of people probably in cowboys nation so i would definitely trade one one for lamar because Man, he's the all-pro former MVP, dude. Those guys just – they don't grow on trees, man, you know? It's true.
1: It's just – it's its a unique way you have to do it.
0: That's, exactly, yeah.
1: That's my issue. Like, that's the thing that I want to see. That's my question mark now about Hurts going forward. Mm-hmm. If if Lane retires, you lose another offensive lineman in the draft, and uh, you need to sign Devontae Smith in two years, and so A.J. Brown gets traded. Now, can he, does he develop enough to be the passer you need to be? Or does he still have to rely on, on the legs. feet? And if that's yeah. so, you know, can you win that way? And and I don't know. And that's why I worry about paying the Lamars. And I, and I still, even though I'd put Hurts in my top five QBs right now, I'd still going forward, I'd be like, well, I want to see it, you know, I want to see him do it three years, you know?
0: So Mike, forgive me, because I feel I thought I had asked the next question should be what would you feel comfortable paying Lamar? But I don't have that on the show sheet. Did I end up sending that or do you have something different?
1: I have uh which team would be best for uh Lamar Jackson as mine.
0: Okay, so not not which team uh, would make would Lamar make a contender? Yeah, that's it. Which okay. yeah, yeah, which team would, would best you, make you. them a yeah. contender, yeah. I guess I did not have that question, but you know, we can we can discuss that here in a little bit. But you know, what which team do you think is Lamar away from being a contender? The the Niners would be oh my goodness, dude. That'd be so Jesus. filthy. That'd be that, a dynasty, dude.
1: That is scary. Scary if they got Lamar. And I'm not a Lamar fan, but the way uh the way uh Shanahan runs the ball adding him in the way he gets people open. Like you want to talk about, he makes things easy for the Brock Purdies and Jimmy Popolos yeah. of the world. I'm not saying Lamar is those guys. I'm just saying I'm not paying him the most guaranteed money. Right, he's right. not some mid quarterback. Like he's unique. Well, what team could use that more than it? Oh my Lord. Can you even imagine with Christian McCaffrey and Debo and Iuke and Kittle and that defense
0: I would actively root for the Niners. Of course, not over the Cowboys, but yeah. if Lamar were on the Niners, I'd be like, man, this team is so fun, and I just I I, want to see them win. I would actively
1: root for them to lose every game because I do not want them to make the playoffs.
0: Oh I'd be God. like,
1: somehow, someway, do not win because I, I, would, I would not want to see them in the playoffs.
0: Imagine Cowboys, Niners in the playoffs, third year in a row, Dak versus Lamar, but Dak winning.
1: Oh, if they could beat—that's going to take some work, though. I mean, this team currently would not beat the Niners. Lamar, we're closer.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Better team.
0: But how incredible would that be? O line skills
1: not there. They need another O line. They need another weapon, and then we can talk.
0: Our defense, hey, our defense might be able to beat Lamar.
1: Our defense is as good as Niners. The defense is not the problem. The defense is good. The problem is. When when Dallas's defense goes up against the Niners, yeah, they shut down Debo and they shut down Christian McCaffrey. And George Kittle goes, okay, then I'll get 100 yards. And on Dallas, they shut down Tony Pollard, they shut down Lamb and Noah Brown. Um I it's you know, it's just yeah. not the same. You know, they're three, four people deeper than us. They have Elijah Mitchell coming off their bench. They have Brandon Ayuk as a wide receiver, too. They they have stuff everywhere. Same yeah. with Philly. They're O-line and Brown and Goddard and Smith and Quez Watkins and you know they, we're just not competitive offensively. Now Brandon Cooks helps. helps. Brandon Cooks helps. Now you need to go get another offensive lineman to the Tyron Smith protection. Yeah. And then you need to get another weapon.
0: Oh uh, no, I man! I am, you know, I'd like to see Michael Gallup one year removed from the from the injury, man. Too, with too. the addition of Brandon Cooks, you know, and a and an improved offensive line, you know.
1: Yeah, me too. They the offensive line is the key.
0: So yeah, I mean, honestly, dude, I think Lamar makes makes the Panthers a contender when you think about that defense and then the addition of Adam Thielen here. Terrace uh, Marshall, and then they went out and got DJ Chark and Miles Sanders. I believe they've got a pretty solid offensive line. I know they drafted a a, a franchise, I believe. I don't know if he was right tackle or left tackle last year. I don't remember the guy's name. But, you know, I, I think that Lamar definitely makes them the, the favorite in the, South, the NFC South.
1: Yeah, they got Lamar. I agree. None of the other teams have QBs.
0: Now I know I mentioned um you know this team earlier but I even think that Lamar would make the the Colts a, a favorite in the NFC South. I mean I know the Jaguars are are better but I think they would they could be a uh, the seventh seed.
1: I don't think uh I don't think they would be the favorites over the Jags but they'd be contenders for wild card. The Jags the Jags could be really good next year. Dude, they're going to be so freaking good, dude. I know. They I, I just I imagine that team, if they end up drafting like a Michael Mayer, you know, the opposite of Evan Ingram, the yeah. type of inline blocking. Hey, Lawrence, th- this guy's gonna get you a first down on third and four. Just look for him in their Witten type.
0: And then Calvin Ridley, too. Oh,
1: dude, they're they're and their quarterbacks legit. He he was the highest rated guy I've done since Andrew Luck. Trevor Lawrence is legit. Don't let Urban Myers' foolish year
0: fool you. Trevor
1: Lawrence is legit.
0: Yeah, he proved it last year, especially the second half of the season in the playoffs that he is he is that guy. Yeah, he is. All right, Mike. You know, you mentioned uh Brandon Cooks, of course. We have C D Lamb and Michael Gallup returning from injury, but the, do the Cowboys need another receiver. Need is the is the word going into 2023? I'd say no.
1: They don't need it. You look at it, they have they have um CD's locked in wide receiver one, Brandon Cook's locked in wide receiver two. They're, they can go up against whoever is best duos in the league. They're in the oh, yeah. they're, it's not like anybody would go like, oh what? Like AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, uh uh you could put them ahead. Uh Jamar Chase, T Higgins, put them ahead. Oh, um, uh, but you you wouldn't be like like if somebody said I would put Dallas number one. I wouldn't be like you're an idiot, you know. Yeah. I would have other ones above, but mm-hmm. it would it, it's they're in that conversation.
0: My um, number one would be Tyreek and Jalen Waddle personally.
1: That's my yeah. I love Jalen Waddle so uh, because Tyreek's there, he's so underrated. God, he's good. So good. Um, but you have him, and then Michael Gallup. We've seen him be a a 1106 guy pre injury. Yeah, you know when when the wide receiver core wasn't you know elite either. They weren't right. as good as they've been in other years. Uh, and if he comes back, he could be really good. Tolbert, um, a year out, uh, I have no. There's no way I'm considering that guy a bust. The coaching staff, the player, the agent, the you know scouts have all said they kind of messed him up. Now, would you rather have him be able to overcome it? Yeah, but he's from South Alabama. And they put too much on his plate, and they asked him to take a year to learn X, Y, Z out of the backfield. Like basically, they wanted him to learn positions everywhere, so we can he could use him all over the field. And um and it was too much for him, and too so he got an him. off season. He's at the deck yard now. Um, you know, Turpin, I want to see what they can do with him. Fioco has some speed. Can he add anything on a contract year? You know, they have enough stuff there to where. This season coming up, you go, "Nah, we don't need it. If you need anything, there's an injury and you go get a TY Hill." That's yeah. it. Now, does that mean I wouldn't draft one at 26? Absolutely not. If the right guy fell and you you need weapons and there's injuries. I'll tell you one thing about this team. CD Lamb goes down, they get mm. very weak. Thin. Oh my god. You know, you could survive a, a Cooks or Michael or Michael Gallup going down. You could survive it. You lose a CD lamb for five weeks and you're gonna be in trouble. So yeah, at 26, I don't think it's a need, but I would say if you could draft it, you you can upgrade because going in the future, Cooks is one year, semi is one. I know Cooks is two, but realistically he's yeah. one. uh same with Fioko's one year. We don't know. Gallup could be if if he doesn't show improvement, he could be a cut candidate in a year or two, like. That guy ain't making it to us, Garrett. JSN is not. He's, he's the only clear round one receiver in this draft. He will be gone in the top twenty picks.
0: Yeah, I would imagine if you know Houston takes Stroud at number uh, two, then they'll you know they'll probably take JSN with that following you know with their next first round pick.
1: If he got there, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, you you mentioned CeeDee Lamb going down for five weeks. I don't know why, but. You know, not that I have any reason to be this confident in him, but you know, with Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup, and then Jalen Tolbert as your three, I would obviously I would hate to see C.D. Land go down, but I would be like, man, I'm kind of curious to see what Jalen Tolbert's going to do here. You know what I mean? You you he better do something because
1: yeah. if he can't, you're you're in real trouble.
0: Yeah, but I mean, then, you know, then you still have Gallup who in a bigger role. That'd be nice to see. That'd be interesting to see how they how they handle all that because. One thing that you can't uh, say anything bad about McCarthy is his ability to his ability to overcome injuries and adversity. You know what I mean?
1: But he might be the best I ever seen at that. He Dude. he really is phenomenal. He he's a damn good coach. Like this is not a Jason Garrett situation. McCarthy elevates this team. He, no he really does. He
0: absolutely does. Okay, you mentioned JSN being the only uh, rookie. You know, no doubt a first round wide receiver Mike it's it's really the the talk has been JSN Quentin and Quentin Johnson but who, who are your top five rookie wide receivers
1: uh mine would be I have JSN as my one these these are my guys I'm your not guys. I'm not saying that they're the highest rated but they're my guys oh, I yeah, have just give us your guys I feel like I'm gonna miss one I love JSN um Jalen Hyatt I love Ooh. Hyatt and I know he doesn't do a lot, but this is for I'm thinking for Dallas. Yeah, okay. You put Jalen Hyatt's speed in this lineup and let him be the, 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 uh, not to be trite. Mike White talked about it today. Michael Gallup didn't come in as a go-get it guy. Yeah. He was a crossers, break tackles guy. They turned him into the deep threat guy because they had CeeDee and Amari Cooper, and and Dalton, and they needed a guy to just go deep. And so he became that. Imagine that guy being Hyatt. Woo, woo. Um, I Ridiculous. love him with to... the
0: speed, man.
1: Oh, ne- Ness, they need it too. Yeah. Um, I know I have what Quentin Johnson's in there. Uh, I forgot to write it in my notes. Uh, bu- 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 the, is
0: Jordan Addison in your top five? Oh,
1: Jordan Addison is above. That's it. Okay, J.S.N. Jordan Addison, Jalen Hyatt, Quentin Johnston. And um I wish I wrote these down. I had a my Flowers? Nick, but I forgot to know Zay's not. Uh Josh Downs. No, he's not either. I'm missing one guy. Oh, Marvin Mims.
0: Oh, ah, okay. Marvin Mims. I think, man, if we drafted him in the third, if Brandon Cooks were to go down, I don't think we'd be hurting at all, dude.
1: No, I, I I just I don't believe Marvin Mims makes it. I think he goes in round two.
0: How would you feel about taking him in round two, though?
1: I wouldn't mind at all, depending on what they got and who they drafted at first. Like, You trade back, and uh, say they trade back to 35, take Avila, Mm -hmm. and they pick up a third-rounder, and then they get Marvin Mims at 58, and then they have two third-round picks. Sign me up, helping the offense, which is the weak point. And then in the third round, you could go running back and linebacker, where the values are better for those. You could uh I don't, I don't really if you're not getting one of the top couple of tight ends, like one of the top three, maybe four or five. I don't really want one. So if you're not getting it at 26 or 58, maybe you get one like in round five or six, you know. But I I don't really want to take a third round, fourth round tight end unless something like Laporta or 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 something, Musgrave drop to there somehow, you know. Yeah.
0: What what happens if uh here comes pick 26? Jalen Hyatt's the name that gets called. How are you feeling?
1: I would be ex- and I know that a lot of people would not be happy with that, but I tell people like Will McDonald, yes, there's a lot of negatives, but we're talking about fitting players into like we're trying to win a title now. Our yeah. our our foundation is set. We've got the offensive line, needs a couple of pieces, we've got the quarterback. We know what the receivers are going to be. We mm-hmm. know what the defense is. And they brought back basically everybody. Yeah. They brought back LBE. They brought back Dono. They brought back uh, – they didn't cut uh, j Lou. They brought back Hankins. Like, they know the defense. They they upgraded by bringing in Gilmore. So now, if you're going in the draft and you draft seven offensive players, everybody is not worried about the defense at all. We're sitting there going, we're good. You can sign a veteran or two here or there, but we know the defense is going to be solid, you know, going into 2023. Yeah, And so you put Hyatt out there, and this is – Jason Garrett nailed it. You can't single cover him. If you don't put a, a safety over the top of Hyatt, we're, you're just going to send him deep every single play on some kind of fake and go, stutter and go, slant and go, just a straight dig if they try to – play up on you on a play action. You're just going to send them and then you're going to go, okay, what are you going to do? Because I got C.D. Lamb. I got Brandon Cooks. I got um, uh, uh, Jake Ferguson and Hendershot. I yeah. got Tony Pollard coming out of the backfield. Like, what do you want to do? And that type of guy, I, I honestly don't care if he's never thrown a ball in a game. Just him taking the top off is going to open so much up underneath. It, it would be a, a huge difference. The shell coverages – are so much more difficult when you have a guy that can that can beat you deep for TDs every time because you you have to really play deep shell mm-hmm. and that opens up the underneath and now your linebackers are covering more area. It's just more difficult.
0: Yeah, just keep the defenses honest and then once he gets behind the guy if he's wide open, I mean then you take that money shot.
1: Yes and then how many times are teams gonna play back off him? In single coverage, when they're like, okay, we got to double this guy, this guy. And then you just run the stupid curl play that they did 100 a, a times. You run that for Hyatt. You go, hey, Hyatt, if he plays off you, if you start to run and he backs up, just stop at the first down. And he's going to pick up so many first downs just doing that.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, like you mentioned, if we, if we do decide to get rid of Brandon Cooks after year one, then we have Hyatt, the guy who's going to be able to do the same thing. Yep,
1: he's the guy, and he becomes that guy, and then you still have Lamb, and then Gallup, hopefully, is yeah, is third, exactly, yeah. yeah. and you're ready to roll.
0: Yes, sir. You, you mentioned the uh, uh, the tight ends, Mike. Maybe taking one at 26, like a Dalton Kincaid. But do, do the Cowboys really need an upgrade at tight end? Need again? Need no. I think I think
1: Henderson and Fergushot McKeon will be fine as the three guys. They they can all play special teams. Uh, They they seem to have potential. Um, And if they get in the room and can find themselves open, Dak will find you on the third downs when he needs to. Um, Hendershot gives you a little bit more of a big play. Jake Ferguson gives you a little bit more of a yak guy than Dalton. So they're fine there. But would I be against drafting a Dalton Kincaid, Darnell Washington at 26? I would not. Give me get. I'm trying to get people to help the offense. Yeah. Dalton Kincaid helps the offense. He helps the offense better than a lot of the receivers would. I mean, he is just a master class at wide receiver. He just happens to play tight end. That's it. Coons uh, probably a little later, but um, I mean, uh, those are the two. Like, if I if if you're asking me who do I want to draft, it would be Wright or Kincaid because I think Wright. Helps you elitely in the run game and has and has the possibility of being impactful in the past. And Kincaid, he'd probably be your third best pass catcher at, right out of the gate. I mean, CeeDee Lamb cooks Kincaid. I would put Kincaid over Gallup. Kincaid is, is that type of weapon.
0: Okay, we're at pick 26. It's Will McDonald, Steve Avila, Dalton Kincaid. Who are you taking?
1: Kincaid. I have Kincaid as a first-round grade. And he just got his medicals cleared, and a lot of people that don't want to tight end will 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 lean on that. Oh, but his back, you know, football players never get better when they have a a back thing. And I'm like, yes, but he was just cleared, and anybody at any hit can can do that. Well, they all have back issues. Like there, he was fully cleared, so I'm not worried about that. It's the end of the first round. I'm trying to help Dak Prescott. Dalton Kincaid is a weapon in the passing game.
0: You mentioned weapons. I feel like Peyton Hendershot is being overlooked. What do you think?
1: Uh, it's funny because not by Dallas. According to Brian Broaddus on, I can't remember if it's the break or the draft shows, but he says that the Cowboys see Hendershot as the tight end one and Ooh. Ferguson as the blocking, yak type tight end guy. two guy. You know, the the inline tight end two and hinder shots the the more the tight end one, big play, you know, the guy you'd put your money on.
0: Man, that's encouraging that, that, you know, these just these 30 visits and then having that thought and the last couple of drafts. Man, it's nice to see the direction of where this team is headed.
1: Yeah, I like I like the idea that the first three picks, three of the first four picks are likely offensive. Because they this draft needs it. Look at how they rebuilt the defense, in basically one draft. Yeah. They can do that with the offense. The offense is not that far off.
0: No, it's really not. You mentioned playmakers, Mike. I mean, what would a guy like Avila? What, would you consider him a, a playmaker just because of what he would be able to, to do? Bring to that offensive line.
1: Uh, he's he's not quote unquote a playmaker, but is he? Would he help the offense? Absolutely. Uh, And, you know, if you gave me all the options, Hyatt at 26, Kincaid at 26, or a trade back into the 35 to 40 range in Avila, I'd take the Avila because I think think overall, if the offensive line is great, Dak will be great. It's when the offensive line can't open holes in the run game and can't protect a four-man rush, that's when Dak really struggles.
0: I know you said it earlier, but you know Dallas is probably in need of one more playmaker to be in the same conversation with San Francisco, Philly. Uh, How how many more playmakers do you think Dallas needs to be in that conversation?
1: One. I think they need one offensive lineman, a a a. You know, you'd want you'd want the guard, you know, because then you just strap them in. But if somehow some Left tackle became available, and you had to move uh, uh, Tyler Smith inside. That's fine. Or a, a right tackle became available, and 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 I don't know. I I don't believe Steele could play left guard. I just don't think he's big enough. But um, you know, if they worked it out to where the line was was good, that's good. But I still I would want one playmaker, and that could be a Kincaid catching the ball, a Hyatt deep threat you know, type wide receiver, uh, a Marvin Mims, more all around receiver, or even a running back to pair with Pollard, like yeah. in a chain, you know, or if I'm mm. saying that right, um, even that type of weapon could help out. They just need another threat out there.
0: Hey, you mentioned a chain. Do, do you think he would be the best fit with Pollard, or do you like a guy like Gibbs, maybe a Tajay Spears or who do you like there uh, to pair with Pollard?
1: Yeah. Okay, so to pair with Pollard, I think um I would like Miller from TCU. Um, I would like Ro Roshan Johnson.
0: Yeah, yeah. Texas. Uh
1: what what where is he from?
0: Texas, University of Texas.
1: Thank you, Texas. I would like those guys, um, or uh Charbonnet, who's had a lot of carries on him, so he's gonna be one of those guys that you know after that four years, you probably let him go. So I don't know if you want to use pick 58 on him, but I have no problem doing it because he's the Zeke, he's basically the Zeke type of runner. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he's gonna be inside the tackles more, he's gonna take a lot of punishment, he'll probably get worse every year in the league, but he'll still be good. And if you're getting a Pollard replacement or keeping Pollard, um, that would be a nice way to do it. You know, if you if you were going to Resign pollard to a three-year deal you get a zach charbonnet type the ucla kid sorry if i'm saying his name wrong um and you make him be the banger and the workhorse and you let pollard be his normal 15 uh, carries 17 18 touches a game and you work it like that even though pollard gets the money overall the backfield money is not going to be that bad because you have one of them being a
0: rookie oh, so is there a running back though like let's say if um Pollard were to miss time or he's still recovering that you think could be not just a compliments to Pollard, but take over a full workload. Charbonnet or
1: Bijan would be the two workload guys. Uh, I wouldn't have Gibbs. Isn't really a workload guy. He's more of a Pollard type. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Miller could be Miller could be, I think Roshan Johnson, even is a splits carries guy uh, Spears, the splits carries guy, um, you know,
0: they had Zach Evans in for a 30. He's probably a splits, splits carry guy too. He's think? a splits
1: carries guy too. We're talking somebody, if you need somebody to be a Henry or a Zeke, you right, know, right. that's your Charbonnet. That's your Bijan.
0: I got you. I got you. All right, Mike, here we are with your views from the sidelines. You know, I know um, I imagine working with Cowboys wire kind of, you know, talking with Katie Drummond that you, and you know, have your relationship with not to be trite. You might have a, a beat on some, you know, maybe some, uh, Rumblings of what's going on inside the uh, the Cowboys organization. What are your? Have you heard anything about who or what they're they like at pick twenty six as of as of today? You know during this process.
1: I have heard that um, that they like um, Kincaid. That Kincaid would definitely be a possibility at twenty six. I heard they like O line. I think Avila would be the 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 kind of we got wiped out of everything option, and we yeah. don't want this trading back but the the word the the thing that i'm really that that i can't say it's confirmed but the but that a trade back is a very big possibility uh they I want like more that. Than seven yeah they want more than seven picks they would like somewhere between 8 and 10 picks mm. and so a trade back that got you a third and a sixth into say the middle 30s you know, drop back 10 picks, pick up a third and a sixth, Okay. Uh, maybe a third and a fifth if you're lucky, depending right. on who drops to you. I think it's very possible. And then if they get into that that range, the, the first pick is almost guaranteed to be a uh, a pass catcher or an offensive lineman, no matter where they take their first pick. But uh, if you made me put my money down, uh, I would say they trade back and take Avila.
0: You know what? Uh- I like to hear you say that because it makes me think they don't have their heart set on just one guy that they like a few guys and they're willing to take their chances. And if, you know, maybe Avila gets drafted a couple of picks by, ahead of them that they're, you know, they're not going to panic and just take a guard to take a guard that they're going to be like, okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll we're going to build this thing, but we're, you know, we've got some guys that we can, uh, that we believe in that might not be as good as Avila, but you know, that can help us in other ways.
1: Yeah, I'd also say I, uh, the Bijan stuff is a lot of um. It keeps cowboys in the news. Yeah, uh, Dallas is very good at understanding, um, like value of the draft.
0: Right, and right. So
1: if you don't get uh, wide receiver, or edge, or O line early, mm-hmm. it, it dwindles down a little bit. Whereas tight end, running back um extend a little bit. So even though I've heard King Cady's a little bit different type of tight end, there's not many of the the pass catching weapons like that, but the other types last a little bit longer. Um and the uh and the running backs last. So I do believe Dallas being one of the teams that's good at assessing, you know, pick value is going to be more running back in rounds 3 4 than they are running backs in round 1 2.
0: Well, you know, based on that, that kind of takes away this one word that I that I had drawn up tonight. No, maybe.
1: do it. Okay. Doesn't mean they won't take him. Maybe Jerry. Uh, maybe Jerry uh, gets uh, you know hyped up about Jersey cells and and says, "Hey,
0: this guy." I, I mean, at that at that pick, Michael, go ahead and say it. One word, Mike. Give, give me one word. Dallas trades back to pick thirty two and drafts B. John Robinson. How are you feeling? Disappointed would be mm. my word. Uh,
1: okay. two reasons. One is the running back value in the draft that I just mentioned. Like you can get valuable running backs, third, fourth round. Yes. And you just can't other positions. There's not a lot of it. And so I would rather get different spots early. And the other reason is the fifth year option is not great anymore, especially at running back. Um, if you make a pro bowl, your, your fifth year option becomes like a transition tag. Mm -hmm. If you make two pro bowls, your fifth round option becomes a franchise tag money, and so now you're talking about Bijan Robinson, you know, a guy that could definitely make a Pro Bowl with oh, the hype in Dallas, and oh and, my
0: goodness, yeah, and how
1: they want to run the ball, you know, that's their whole thing, yeah. And so he makes a Pro Bowl in two of his first three years, and now the fifth year option is franchise tag money that you got to pay the running back, like no, and so then you're probably thinking, we bet it well. Do we want to lose him? Or we want to re-sign him and try to like extend him another three years, yeah. so that we avoid that. And Soften now, you, blow. yeah, now you've got another running back in year seven and eight making too much money. So, yeah, I'd be disappointed just in a team building if if that was the play.
0: For me, Mike, I, I would be concerned because, you know, B. John's talked about a top 10 pick. If he were to fall all the way to pick 32 of like, is there some character issues? Is there an unknown as like the medical report come out that there's something wrong with the knee, the foot, you know what I mean? I would be I would actually be concerned.
1: Yeah. Yep. That would that's another thing.
0: Well, hey, man, it, it was good to, to uh, get back to just the two of us, man. This is a, a good conversation tonight.
1: I agree, man. And we, we almost got it under an hour. A little bit
0: Almost. too much speed early. Yeah, hey, that's true. I mean, only two minutes, but also we were wanted to make sure to show love to, J- to Jason Garrett and to, uh, and to Jordan. Man, got to make sure that when they uh, leave comments, man, that we you know show love and, and try to get to their to their comments when we can. Okay, let's see here. Arkansas has a running back that Jerry Jones knows personally, Raheem Sanders, who's an absolute stud coming out in twenty twenty four. Don't be surprised if Jerry's fixated on him for twenty twenty four.
1: It's funny, uh, Jerry Jones only drafted two guys out of Arkansas ever.
0: Felix last Jones. Year. And, and then
1: Ridgeway, right? Was oh,
0: yeah, Mr. John Ridgeway. Yes, yes, what could have been, it. Mike. So don't don't think
1: Jerry's looking there too often.
0: No, yeah, true, true that. Well, Mike, uh, you know, we try to keep it under an hour, but like you mentioned, the food talk, it, it always gets the best of us. While we're getting you out of here, remind the people that can find you on Twitter.
1: Ask CD Piglet, guys. Letter C, letter D, Piglet. Nice and easy.
0: Guys, I'm Paul Ryan. You can find me on Twitter at Paul underscore Ryan 15. Jason, Jordan, everybody else, we appreciate you joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.